Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Lab. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a thought. Lab. Gonna have a laugh. That's Fancy what I thought. Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes. We are. Man, I, I just can't. I can't not agree with you on that. I know. I and, try. You know, the words, I never think that they could taste any sweeter coming out of my mouth. But mm-hmm. today, mm, a little extra sweet. Is it all the pineapple? You know, I actually uh, coated my lips in a sort of agave nectar lip gloss before I came here. Oh, I know agave. You know agave? Yeah. A guy named Vey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know Vey? Yeah. Yeah. You know him, too? One hell of a guy. Dude. Love that guy. Love him. Love him to death. The king. Dude, yeah, exactly. I mean, some say the ultimate uh, rightful heir to the throne, king of freestyle. Yeah. And I think most, I'm, I'm guessing 100% of the people say that. I mean, I think that some people would actually argue that the heir to the throne would be the prince of freestyle, mm-hmm. which would have to be Rodney Mullen. Right. Since, I mean, there's not too many freestylers in the game. Right. But obviously anyone that would argue that, that would be blasphemy. No, no, no. But obviously, so Dave I mean, a, that, I just want to ask: Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm saying Dave a is obviously the king of freestyle, right? So, and there's been no king before and no king after uh-huh, because so, he is the one and ultimate king. Therefore, by default, Rodney Mullen would have to be. I don't know, dude. He's like maybe like head of like homeland security dude he's just a fucking blip in skateboard history okay i've been saying for years that rodney mullen was just a fucking trend Mm. that i'm glad has come and gone okay i know know. and i've been i've known you for years so i've been witnessing you say this for years and the weirdest part about it you know i'm glad that you're speaking your mind Mm -hmm. you know speaking your truth so so to say yeah but you pick the weirdest spots to say it i mean Star Market, you know, in the cereal aisle. You think anyone in there knows who Rodney Mullen is? Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to wait till I get to the fucking water slash toilet paper aisle? Yeah, exactly. The water slash toilet paper aisle. Where everyone's just talking about Rodney Mullen 24-7? Well, you know the only people in the water slash toilet paper aisle are skaters. Because they know Nate Greenwood loves to drink water. And the bananas are also in that aisle. Yeah, which is weird. You know, water, banana, toilet, toilet paper. paper, and kombucha. you know, and you need the you need the TP for a uh, uh, CP. That's toilet paper for clean poop. Oh, interesting. I didn't know what CP was. Yeah, yeah, clean poop. TP for the CP because I thought you were saying I thought you were saying you needed toss papas mm-hmm. for the crisp postures. Yeah, I mean that would actually be an interesting because if that they did, if they did something because that rhymes pretty well. Does it? Tas pa- Papas for the Chris Pastors? Papas and Pastors. Yes. Th- those rhyme. Pretty well. Pretty, okay. Damn it. You got me there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens when I try to fuck with the word scientist. I know. I'm over here being a motherfucking number scientist. I know. Which, you know, as a number scientist, I can say that Tas Papas did the 900. See. First. Yeah. I'm talking motherfucking proper pronouns over here. I mean, I mean as I said, you're the word scientist. I mean... So that's all up to you. I mean, whatever a person's name is. Hey, what'd you do today? Did you see the uh, that uh, that thing that happened on the thingy there? No, what thing? There was a thingy on the um. It was a fuck. 
I have an app, and you press it, and it brings you like little skateboarding things. And there's a thingy on there, and I saw Yui, and I saw me, and I saw a bunch of people we knew in there. Okay, first of all, I meant proper noun. Second of all, you're talking about the long-awaited Fancy Lad Man ramp edit that finally premiered on Thrasher Magazine. That is exactly Episode what I was three, talking about. That's exactly what I was talking about. A warble production. Yeah, it came out today. You know what? I actually did see that. Oh, you did see it? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad. What 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 did you think? Did you like it? I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic edit. That's a, you know, I had a similar view. I watched and I said, "Oh, I thought that this is fantastic." You know, I think the best thing about the edit was everything involving one Tom Tweak and one Bigzo. Mm-hmm. Where it was kind of the brains behind the old the whole edit. You know, it's weird. I had a similar thought. And I wasn't sure if it was just me that was thinking it. Mm-hmm. But I am glad and reassured to hear that you were thinking the same thing. Because everyone's going to be watching that. They're going to be thinking, oh, my God, this is the most genius shit in the world. Mm-hmm. I love Warble. I can't believe they thought and directed all of these skits and made Fancy Lad do them. Right, exactly. And, you know, that would have been nice if they came into town and said, hey, we have all these skits. We just need you guys to act. We just need your beautiful, beautiful acting abilities and your beautiful faces on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been dying to hear that my whole goddamn life my whole goddamn life but no we had to think of ideas which was bullshit but also really fun yeah it was yeah. great because the skits were the best part um i like to think so but i'm biased to be fair it was great seeing that fisk trick in there i totally forgot fisk was there for any of it yeah like is it fisk and that was so exciting to see his footage in there. And that was the trapdoor hippie jump that I'm referring to that mm-hmm. Abe was not able to do himself. Man, that was fantastic. But if I remember correctly, I believe Abe thought of that trick and wanted to do it. Oh, it definitely looked like Abe cut that trapdoor. But it was way too large for him to jump over. Yeah. His vertical leap is just about an inch, if that high. Yeah, it looked like Abe bought the, the blueprints for that trapdoor off Dr. Seuss. Yeah, he built my dog house that leads into my small being John Malkovich room, which is actually a small being Jamie Thomas room. I don't know if I'd want to go in that room. It's a little scary at times. It sounds pretty frightening. It's intense. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, very frightening. Right. Uh, Speaking of Jamie Thomas, did I tell you who I I saw today? No, who was it? It wasn't Jamie Thomas. Wasn't the chief. No, it wasn't the chief. And actually, that was actually a pretty bad segue. Star of Trump on this. It wasn't the chief. It wasn't. No, 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 no. It wasn't the chief. Um, it's Cater. Cater from Baker Skateboards. Cater from Baker Skateboards. From Baker Baker. From uh, Baker Baker. Yeah. Dude, tell me all about it. Well. You know how I love pro encounters. I mean. Where us lowlifes get to rub elbows with the pros. Right. I could. I mean. So you want me to break it down for you? Yeah, please break it down for me real quick. I mean. I could, but you know it'd be a lot easier if, I don't know, I had a beat. All right, shit, I'm a little rusty, but here we go. Okay, thank you, bro. All right, can you just break it down into this beat real quick? So I was sitting on the stoop on my lunch break. Then I heard someone coming down the street skate. And I thought, who is that? So I looked up and I thought, oh, shit. That's Cater. 
I know that guy. So I said, hi, Cater. My name is Tom. He said, don't look at me like that. Then he threw some trash at me. Okay, so that's not what really happened. Oh, he didn't throw trash at you. No, I really wish he did, though, because then I'd have something to put on eBay. That's true. Yeah. Uh, no, but I saw him, and I yelled his name. Cater! I said, yo, what's up, Cater? And then he said, oh, hey, what's going on? Kind of tricked him into making him think like we knew each other or something. Nice, dude. You know? Best way to do it. Little little, little mind trick. Yeah, whenever I see pros, I go, hey, you got that five bucks that you owe me? Yeah. And they say, what? And then you put their arm behind their back. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, dude, I think you're going to break it. I think you're going to break it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you say, yeah, that's what you fucking get for fucking fucking with my boy Tom, motherfucker. And then I come up and I say, yeah, I told you not to fuck with me, you piece of shit. Mm. But uh, usually it turns out pretty well. Yeah, they, they cough up the money relatively soon. Yeah. But anyway, saw Cater. He was in Boston. He was going to Copley, blah, blah, mm. blah. Did you ask him what kind of trucks he was riding? No, but they looked wide. Really? Yeah, I can only assume they were Crux brand trucks. Because of how wide they were. Because of how wide they were. And also, I mean, the width. I mean, I can't think of any other truck company that wide that could possibly fit five puppies across the hangar. Well, Crux is... I know they can at least fit three puppies. Well, I've got the three puppy. Yeah. Oh, I've got the three puppy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they measure their trucks, right? Yeah, by puppies. Yeah. By puppy length. Exactly. Well, you know, I wish we knew who Cater skated for, which truck company. And I feel like we'd only be able to find this out if we came across some sort of truck expert. You know what? I think I have the exact person in mind. Are you serious? I, I am serious. But first, I think we need to go grab a beer. Definitely, because I just took the last sip of mine. Now, I'm not going to last very much longer. Okay, cool. All right. And then and then we're going to be, oh, we're going to get down to the bottom of this. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, yeah. Yankee Doodle came to town without his macaroni hat. Only one was a crown. About eight gold rings, some Louis Vuitton. And I'm pretty sure he had clown shoes on. He was walking with a stride like I'd never seen. And he'd drink it from a can so crisp and clean. So we introduced ourselves just to see what was good. After all, he was new in our neighborhood. Well, my name's Crooklyn Sam, and I'm here to say that I make a mango cushion in an American way. The natural mango flavors really make it the tops. Not to mention all those shoe melon hops. Mango American colors from Clown Shoes Beer is conveniently available throughout the year. So what do you say, boys? Have a drink with me? Yeah, I'll take one. Yo, I'll take three. For more information on Clown Shoes Beer or where to purchase Clown Shoes Beer, visit www.clownshoesbeer.com. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes, we are. And... Oh, boy, does it feel good to grab one of those Clown Shoes brand beers. Oh, man. Damn. That looks delicious. I wish I could lie to you and say that it tastes like shit. You know, I'd I'd love to say that I was a jealous boy right now, but... Dude, was that a bubble farm over there? Yeah, this is a bubble farm IPA. Oh, God, you're so lucky. This is one of my favorites. I have to... I'm drinking this fucking little crispy crisp ale over here, which is also one of my favorites. Mm, I mean, we could trade real quick if you wanted. All right, real quick. I mean, just in the spirit of COVID, right? All right, All right we'll go. throw them. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> oh, God, that was so mm. fucking good. God, a little crispy is delicious. Oh, God, man. 
Yeah, now that we have our clown shoes brand beer, who, mm-hmm. what was that they were saying before the break? You said you had some sort of... Oh, I was saying that I had a, a, a perfect idea for uh, who we could talk to about the the, 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 uh, the truck company that caters case for. And who's that? But the truck company? No, who who can we talk to? I mean, okay. Well, first of all, are you familiar with uh, the uh, that their uh, that uh, that their their Instagram? The app, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with the app. Are are you uh, that familiar with that their uh, Grind Queen Truck Co. account? Grind Queen Truck Co. You know, it's funny that you mention it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am very familiar with the that account. You that's a, that's like one of my favorite meme skateboard meme accounts that I've ever come across. So I don't know who that is, but I DM them over the break. Dude. And they hooked me up with a little uh, Zoom call there. Dude. So you got them on the podcast. Oh, I got them. The mystery. Oh, yeah. The man of mystery. I don't know. Maybe. All right. You're being pretty mysterious about it. But I mean, I mean if, you, if you say that you got them, then I believe you that you got them. Uh, well, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mysterious about that. I'm just saying I do not know who this person is at all. I love that. I mean, what's not to love? I don't know because I love it 100%. All right, you know what? I've had them on hold for a long time here, and I only have one Steve Miller Band song on there for the hold music. Okay. I don't want to keep them waiting too long. You don't want to keep the Grand Queen waiting. No. All right, here we go. And welcome to the Fancy Lad podcast. Uh, is it Mr. Grind Queen, sir? Yeah, we, we, can, we can just call it the, uh, the GQ for now. Let's just call it GQ for short. Oh, GQ. The GQ. Now, yeah, is just... that a magazine? It's a magazine as well, but just keep it confusing for everyone. GQ, I like that. And as I, you know, I appreciate you wearing a mask, you know, even during this Zoom call, just because I love it that you you're, you're keeping the mystery up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I really like what you guys do. It's fucking creative. It's different. It's something I've always appreciated because it's just different than just the normal jock shit you see out in California all the time, and it's for the people that. I don't know, I grew up on watching Tilt Mode and shit, so, you know, it's just something that just reminds me of people having fun, so I, I fuck with you guys, so, you know, thanks for thanks for having me. Thank you, bro. Hell yeah. Thank you. I call it the unfranchised people. About that. I think that's an accurate description. Yeah. And I heard you guys have a new video coming out, so there better be some fucking Smith grinds in that. Don't you, let me down. You thinking, okay, so you thinking front Smith grinds? Because I've noticed... Now, before we get into your whole account, which mm-hmm. is, you know, why you're here and what has brought you to this sort of limelight of stardom, I just want to you point out. Call it that, I guess. I just want to point out that I remember the account back when it was. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The Grind King. Yes, we were the Grind King Trucko for quite some time. About a. See, I started the stupid ass account last. Let's see, there was it was raining a lot, and I was fucking bored, and I was just seeing a lot of dumb shit on Instagram, and I was just, you know, I was just thinking of it's fucking hot, you know, it's just thinking of oh, what's a funny way to you know remind people nostalgically of an old truck company, mm-hmm. but at the same time maybe just think people it's back as a joke, and then just see what goes from there. You know, I just like to fuck with people, you know, just a little something on the internet that, you know, almost a test, you know, just see, hey, uh, I was originally like, is Grind King even still a fucking truck company? Because I remember those goofy ass graphics as a kid. I mean, my first trucks, they were phantoms, so, oh, you know, yeah. you get what you get. Right, yeah, yeah. 
But, you know, my friend had grind kings, and I was like, what the fuck are those? You know, just with the low kingpin and everything. Anyways. The Allen key. Yeah, the Allen yeah. key. You know, no one had a fucking Allen key. We were all fucking 12 years old. No Unless he had a, a grind king tool. tool. Well, this is yeah. going to be... Yeah, the most expensive tool in the CCS yeah, catalog. Right. <laughs> like, who's buying that? This is going to be a pretty nostalgic podcast, I can tell already. But let me tell you, for the record, that Grind King were my brother Todd's favorite trucks growing Respect. up. And because not only did they have the non-slip axle, mm-hmm. they guarant- I don't know if they guaranteed it, but they advertised it as the non-slip axle, but they had the king, the rounded-out kingpin, with the Allen key, and I'm assuming this is why they're so good for front Smith grinds. Of course. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. On ledges, of course. So, something slipped on it. That kind of brings me back to another reason why I started it as another joke just amongst friends, just being around a bunch of people who take skateboarding seriously, people hating on front Smiths on ledges, because let's be honest, it might not be the most aesthetically pleasing trick, but the way I see it is don't hate on something until you can at least do it and then decide if you can hate on it but that's like me going and hating on fucking you know inverts you know what i mean I, yeah sure they can be boring to watch it over and over and over again mm-hmm. but i can't fucking do one so yeah i'm not gonna sit there and talk shit about it you know i will say doing a front smith like a nice front smith that actually grinds through like an actual ledge is one of one of the nicest feelings you know a nice dipped one that actually grinds yeah that is great they might they, they, like and like you can tell when someone does like a good front smith on like you know it's different doing it along, on something with ankle dying or a box at a par. The notable Lucas Puig and fully flared to Ooh. primo slide. Yes, exactly. And then he does it again in his practice to be like, "This is what I was actually trying." Yeah, and it's like even though that was way sick. That yeah. was way sick. It, it should like, have been his ender. Shouldn't have even played. That was off fancy like light show right accent. there. Dude, that was that was you know? that was some next level. That yeah. that was other dimension shit. Another fancy there was left. A almost was wondering if he was riding silver trucks the way he slid that primo slide because they had those. He's like, he's got to have little like hubcap things yeah, on think, the end. I think of he it. was on Royal. Somebody call me out on no, that no, if I'm, I'm wrong. Pretty sure he was. It on was Royal. that whole Creel tap, you know, at the time. It reminds me of that one Pat Burke trick where he goes to do the nose grind and slips into the lip slide and still lands it, mm-hmm. but they used it for his part in the slave video. Gotta love it. Right there, you gotta love it. Because he put heart into that shit. That unexpected outcome. Yeah, I'd like to talk to him about that, because you never know the story behind that one. Right. It's true. But back to truck technology for a second, you know? I just want to say, one of my favorite innovations in the truck, obviously there's the Tensor Slide base plate. Oh, gotta love it. Which... Gotta love it. I hope they bring it back one day. You know, I'd like to have it now that... um that I can do nose slides. Dob stuff. Dude, Mr. Dobbelina? Mr. Dobbelina. Mr. Bob Dobbelina? One of the greatest heel flip nose slides. I mean, absolute jock on a board, but completely utilized the, the way the truck should be used. Right. Oh, yeah. Nose slide, shove nose slide, tail slide, shove tail slide. I think they made a Genius. point in the storm to do every combination of nose slide variations. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you go through and watch that video, I'm pretty sure they do every variation that they could with the nose slide. In and out, flip in, flip out. They might. Except I don't think that they were doing any nose slide to crooked grinds or nose slide to five O's, you know? No. 
that that was already trended out at that point that was already a thing of the early 90s that yeah, was yet to come, to come back. back exactly mm-hmm. we see that a lot now but there was a time where that wasn't always the most uh, popular thing to do no not at all but one of my other favorite truck sort of uh advancements is the fury truck base plate that had the built-in interlocking rounding of the bolt so you didn't need a skate tool i don't know if do you remember this wait what was it the the base plate yep stuck up oh okay yeah exactly and so you didn't need so you, the uh, yeah, skate tool you just needed a all you needed was a screwdriver and that so was, you could those press the, the bolt in and then screw it in with your hand those, that started with the fury super sports super sports that was the first ones to have those base plate yeah 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 Little uh, little fury knowledge. There fury had a great you. team back in the day. Oh my One god, of my favorites. Yeah, and it makes you wonder. That's like that thing where you're like, people are like, oh yeah, pros get different boards than like what they sell at shops. And it's like when you skate like furies back then, you're like, I, the pros better be getting something different than this. I had some fury evos back in the day. Oh yeah, the fire. evos, man. I mean, so I if you know, if we're going on this sort of skate nostalgia route let's just mm-hmm. go real quick i love a t- good top five top five truck companies go all right this is a great question here uh let's see i love ruckus trucks i love jason adams riding for ruckus mm-hmm. you know you would paint him as an indie guy all day but nope he fucking rode ruckus trucks love orion trucks i have an ad of eric Costin doing a switch front smith on the handrail for Orion trucks. Dude, I think Penny used to ride Orion trucks, Yeah, they were too. a great company. Tensor, of course. Oh, I love yeah. fucking Tensor. Best mm-hmm. truck. And still to this day, people want to talk shit on Tensor. I mean, it's, it's, it's a shame because they just don't know. You know, these... Look at the team they have. Day one, Ryan Gallant, Zared, Rodney, and then Legends. some fucking dude on blind that... It's like, yeah. Luis, Luis Cruz. But per capita, like, I think they have like six dudes on the team, and every one of them is fucking incredible at skating. Back, backstepping here quite a bit, but it was Grand King at first. I'm sorry, I'm fucking high right now, and I got off topic there. But it was Grand King at first. We had to switch over to Grand Queen. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it happened to be on Thanksgiving Day. Where all of a sudden, you know, first off, I, you know, again, started that company because I didn't think they existed anymore. There was no presence of them anywhere to be seen. Right. Coincidentally enough, after people start thinking it's a real company, you know, the guy, we we won't even mention his name. We're not going to give him any free advertisement. But the, the man that runs uh, Grind King LLC company, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. You know, he liked what I was doing at first and got to a point where I guess he had enough with me calling out Indy every now and then because no one could really tell the direction of the company because I usually just let my mind take over and, you know, if I'm feeling nostalgic that day, we'll post something a little nostalgic. If I want to share some truck history with some people, then, you know, that's what we're going to talk about. And if I decide that, hey, there's a chance to make a funny joke about something going on in skating that no one's going to talk about because they're associated with the industry. 
you know, now is my chance to just make a stupid fucking joke, and if people look at it, great. If not, I don't give a fuck, because the account was funnier when there was only 500 followers anyways. Right. The fact that all these people look at it now and are just waiting to see if they're the one who's called out next, you know, that, that's what makes, that's just what makes me laugh, you know? Yeah. It's nothing more than a laugh for me. I'm not looking for any free shit. I'm not looking to, you know, get swayed. You know, if I feel like something is worth bringing up or something's not right, you know, then we're going to talk about it. So, of course, when he, I can see the guy bringing back his actual truck company, some stupid meme page, using his the, the name of his brand to catch relevancy, because that's what it is. You know, I went to school for marketing. You know, I've always appreciated skateboarding and marketing and how, you know, a lot of people don't get it. You know, if you're not marketable, you're not going to fucking make it in skating. And I've always you know, thought it was interesting to see how people look at things and it can come from something like a meme nowadays because that's what, you know, people are just so fried and, you know, the attention spans are so short that they just want to see a meme and that's basically where they get their current news, you know, their current event updates, what's going on. You know, no one checks the fucking internet anymore. No one wants to look for themselves. Well, first of all, let me just say that the reason why I like your account so much is because it's outside of the industry, which is the only way. It's like there's never, since World Industries and like Steve Rocco, different time in skateboarding. Different Best time times. completely. Best times. Big brother. But since then, it's like you can't do that sort of thing and exist as a company without being completely outside of the industry. Yeah, everyone's soft, everyone's feelings get hurt, you can't really have an opinion anymore. And you can't really get mad at these pros for not being able to voice their opinion because, hey, they're getting fucking paid from skateboarding. How crazy is that, that people are making a fucking, getting a paycheck off skateboarding alone is fucking, you know. But you're a true form of a gesture, speaking the truth to the king. And how are you doing it? You're doing it through a meme format, which is the most current form of comedy it's like simon and garfunkel said you know the words of the prophets are written on the cell phone screens they did say that yeah they were ahead of their time yeah it's weird that they said written on cell phone screens and they said uh we mean uh uh newspapers well yeah We'll go with newspapers. Right. Well, they just were, people were going to catch on with, you know, so that they were from the future. I mean, I think the real lyric is that the words of the prophets are written on the subway walls. That's what they want you to think. Oh, shit. My point being exactly is that you're speaking the truth, you know? And that's why I'm saying right now, yo, respect. Shalom, brother. Oh, we got a shalom. We have a Shalom brother. And here I'm glad with us. you brought up Rocco because that is one of my biggest inspirations. I love that he hurt feelings and he did what was going to make the company money. And so many skaters are going to hate on him, but it's like, you look at these skaters, you know, respect them all. First off, you know, a lot of these skaters that, you know, I'm about to generalize into this one, you know, thought theory here. You know, they don't, they didn't go to fucking high school. You know, they didn't fucking, you know, get educated on things other than just learning tricks and then just learning how to get free shit and going on trips and being treated like rock stars and that's fucking incredible that's like you know the fucking 
sick life, but they don't learn anything beyond that. So, you know, I love to see, like, Mike V talking about his feelings getting hurt by Rocco and just having how we had to to dramatically leave World Industries because he didn't agree with his views. But it's like what he was doing was, you know, provoking to the industry. and It was like making people feel a type of way that that's how it should be. It's like, fuck all this soft shit where everyone has to agree with how your company is like, like, you know, bring it back to the old school where it's like fucking punk rock shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's it's a shame that, you know, everyone is looked in just everything can be seen on Instagram nowadays. I mean, that's for good and for bad, you know, but. Yeah. Nowadays, you know. everyone, everyone gets the, everyone gets an award and everyone wins. Yeah, and the instant gratification is something that people never want to give up now that they've had a taste of it, you know? It's just like, why wait to have this out in a video when I could have it on Instagram in fucking 12 seconds and everyone can see it and people will like it and maybe it'll get reposted. And it's like, there's no incentive for people to like, save up this shit and everybody's just filling their ego these days with just as many likes as they can get and just wanting to be liked by everyone that pe- people are afraid to really fucking say some shit that needs to be said right but no one knows how to say it in a way that's funny enough to get people to look at it you know what i mean and that's what i always try to do you have to find a way to make a joke out of things where it's like you kind of give them a little pat on the back while saying fuck you at the same time. Well, if you come in too aggressively, then people are just going to think you're hating. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you come in a little bit, yeah, with a little bit of that satire there or whatever, you know, people are going to actually, you know, potentially pick up on it. For sure. But, you know, just to sum up the whole Rocco and Mike V thing, best example of that is when he's talking about in that documentary about his animal farm graphic. You know, oh, yeah. where he he wanted that graphic to be a very uh, pro animal graphic. And then Rocco decided to change it to have the like happy animals and the slaughterhouse in the background. He gave it, you know, that little shine of genius that Mike V just could never understand. Exactly. And you look at all of his graphics nowadays and it's just corny as hell. I mean, respect for what he did. You know, a demo is making sure every kid left happy. I do fucking love Mike V for making sure Chad Muska left free from that one demo. Free the Muska. Respect. You know, he's... Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I love-hate relationship with Mike V, but, you know, we could, we could sit here and talk all day about Mike V because he's just such an interesting character himself. You know, Same, I, yeah. He gives me so much fucking... You know, content, it's insane. I just, you know, it never gets sold watching his clips. He blocked me like a year ago, and it's fucking crazy, because, like, if he, I feel like if we sat down and had a conversation, he would probably appreciate how much I knew about his life, being right. that he just loves having his ego filled. Oh, and we yeah. could sit there and have a great conversation, but because people can't sit there and laugh at themselves sometimes, and just see that, it is just like a meme satire page, you know. It's it is what it is. People, he's, ch- he's changed so much where it's like he probably doesn't even people know take what themselves he likes anymore. People take themselves way too seriously is the thing. Yeah. But I'll just say in general, I like how your account. You know, you you also sort of 
pay tribute to these sort of characters in skateboarding. The Mike V's, the Bams, the Terry Kennedys. You know, they're the people who are uh, people that you would like to see in a reality TV show about skateboarding. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. And I mean, the only, you know, and it's like the only person besides Bam that we've really seen in that scenario is Jason Dill. We don't really want to talk about on the podcast right now because we're in a little bit of an argument because of his um, spicing and Suzuki uh, dip. Well, no, it's just it's just you know it's contractional uh, disagreements over season four of Netflix's Love. Right, right, that too, obviously, but also the overspicing that Suzuki was like. It's like fucking uncalled for. With the dill. Dude, too much dill. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that dildo. <laughs> that dildo. Yeah, I like to look at skateboarding and those types of characters in a way. Like, you know, it's like wrestling. You know, there's so much more that it's just I really love just looking at the characters in skateboarding because there's so much more personality. You know, any any video up until the point of like, you know, I'm fucking, you know, I'm fucking 30 years old, so... You know, I started to lose interest in skate videos. I can probably remember, and now, being one of the last videos I actually watched. And then, you know, after that, you know, you start to get a little old, and you start to just kind of get over some of the new shit. And this is right when Brian Anderson was leaving Girl, so I was like, all right, it's time to take a step back. You know, just focus on some of the older shit that I appreciate. But yeah, skateboarders, you know, they should be like wrestling characters. You look at these new videos and they're just like jam-packed, 30-minute video, no personality. You know, respect to the old trans world videos that gave you a taste of, you know, each skater in the video. That's something I really appreciated. You don't see that a lot anymore. Right. People don't even know who their favorite skater is. They just like the tricks they're doing. It's just a talent show these days. There's no personality behind it. There's no Ben Gillies anymore. There's no... Fucking hard workers and skating. Actually, I take that back. Fucking Gabriel Summers is fucking probably one of my favorite skaters right now. Just That's true. how much work he puts in. I'm glad you took that back because I was yeah. literally about to call you the fuck out. Sorry, I'm that. fried. Keep in mind that the grind, <laughs> the grind queen is fried. Dude, you heard it here first. Yeah. Well, I think that there's hard, definitely hard workers in skateboarding, and but I think that it's the difference of showmanship. It's like. Muska was a character in himself, you know, and, you know, he didn't have to crook grind that rail carrying a boom box, you know, but he could, but he did it, you know, for the flavor and you don't see, that's just something you don't see Nigel Houston doing these days, even though I do think he is working for those parts which is why I have a respect for Nigel, even though he's the l- last person I would ever identify with myself in skateboarding. I, I like to think that he was abused in the best way possible as a child, because you think about a kid and his dad is just forcing him to skate pretty much every day. I mean, I don't know how else the fuck you're going to get that good, but... right. You know, I mean, shit, you know, you think about other people who fucking parents, you know, I mean, we all, I like to think that we all grew up skating. I started skating at the very end of 99, and that's when parents didn't fucking 
care for skating at all. You know, they're, they're like, oh, shit, my kid's getting into skating. This is an end-all here. Right. You know, nowadays, you got parents who fucking put their kid on a skateboard before they can walk, just getting him rolling around and putting that fucking clip on Instagram, being like, kid's already skating. Like, dude, what the fuck? Your kid doesn't even know what the hell he wants to do. Right. Well, I mean, I was going to say that's why I think Instagram is a huge part of why we don't see as much personality footage in skate videos nowadays. Because, like, back in the day when, you know, when Sorry came out, for instance, it's like, I mean, especially that, but like, or that or any of the Baker videos, it's like, not only do you get to see their skating, which you haven't seen any of since the last video or a tour video or whatever, um, but you get to see all the personality footage. Nowadays, it's like, not only are people posting just, you know, clips of them doing insane shit all the time, they're also posting clips of them just partying, just hanging out, all the fucking stories and shit. So it's like, if you watch an video that comes out and someone has a three minute part it's like what's the point of having the personality footage now where you're getting that personality footage like all day every day as long as you follow them on instagram you get the personality right know? and if that's what you want and if you want the personality you... now, which gets them in trouble because people can decide be like oh this guy's a fucking kook you right know what I mean? yeah no absolutely whereas before we couldn't really tell if they were kooks or not because one magazine would come out a month video would come out once a year and even if they were kook we were like fuck this video is so sick you know what i mean i mean trying to think of i mean maybe one you know this could be a bad reference here but again i'm just thinking of like shit just audio one step beyond you know think about markovich's part like that dude's a fucking kook but when i'm watching this video and i'm 12 i'm thinking every fucking dude in here is sick because they're all pro skaters you know what i mean but when these pro skaters now have the chance to market for themselves create their own personalities they end up getting themselves in trouble because they're doing too much whereas you know people should know less is more right less is always more yeah like heath kirchart exactly Jake Johnson is fucking well. legend. Anyone who doesn't have an Instagram is fucking killing it right now. Anyone who stays under the radar like that, like Heath Kirchart, never, you know, you. I don't even know if I could remember Heath Kirchart ever having an interview. I mean, I think he's had, I think he's had interviews. I've got a box of Transworlds and Thrashers at the house. So I have to. We'll, we'll go back and. We'll, I know we'll you co- posted that one issue of the Transworld where Jamie Thomas is doing the front Smith on the cover, and I remember in that issue, J- uh, Heath Kirchart won Best All Around Skater, and they had. Now this is so uncharacteristic of Transworld, which I think this is genius. They had Tony Hawk dress up as Heath Kirchart and do a 540 on Vert hmm. as part of his best all-around sequence. I'm going to find this story when I get home tonight. You got to check it out. I don't know. He must have an interview in that section, which is the only thing I can think of. But besides that, yeah, I've seen like an online interview and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like even him just uh, at the end of videos just thanking you know, Heath thanks no one. And that's yeah. always his yeah, MO. The thanks sections were always super fucking corny. Like, I get it. Like, you're thankful. That's awesome. It's always good to thank your friends because you couldn't have done it without them. No doubt. But the thanks section in the video is just corny. I'm just always watching the footage behind it because I'm like, all right, this is the good B-roll that I want to see. 
And finally, oh you yeah. Know. Well, I feel like the thanks section for a long time was like I feel like a few videos did the thanks section, and then people were like, "All right, so this is what you do at the end of the video: is you play like kind of like a montage, outro montage, and you put a thanks section over it." You know what I mean? So it was like, because I remember like when we were making Tweak One, it was like, "All right, we're gonna make like the thank you section." It was just like we were typing up absolute nonsense for it, you know, just like. You know, just thanking people that would never ever see it. You know, just like just like typing shit. And I love like, that oh, this Baker is... Three One is just all on just paper, and it looks like fucking Beagle just written, wrote that shit out. Dude, the, like... the music credits—that's fucking genius. I yeah. love that. Oh, and they blur out Greco because he had the the Queen song initially. Yeah, yeah. The whole video is great. Um, and again, they 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 were like the first video to figure out how to put some. I mean, that's not the first video. Let's, let, I mean, there's, you know, Baker 2G. We could get in a bootleg video. Right, right, right. We, we again, you know, another time, another place. But now, I was going to say. They did a good job with the hijinks. As far as, like, uh, Kerchart not being on social media, you know, he's of, he's, like, at an age where he's grandfathered into, like, he does not need to be a part of social media, and no one is going to, like, hold that against him. And, like, he picked the right route because, like, look at someone like I'm going to do for all you people that aren't Patreon viewers out there. I'm using uh, air quotations. uh, Jeff Rowley, um, who ever since he started posting on social media, all he's gotten is like a bunch of hate because, you know, he's into hunting, you know, which is I mean, I'm not into it. But, you know, I guess teach their own a little problematic. Right. Exactly. So. You know, he's at the same age where it's like he totally could not have an Instagram and no one would be like, well, where the fuck is Riley? They'd be like, oh, of course he doesn't have My, it. my favorite, I, I like what you're saying, and it just makes me think of my favorite example of that is Pat Duffy. Because the first thing I think of Pat Duffy is that sick fucking back Smith right through the fucking kink. Yeah. Like, come on. Shalom. Yeah. But... If, all you like gotta do is go to his Twitter feed and see him tweeting the most conservative, outrageous shit, just saying a bunch of shit that no one should fucking write and post to the public. But you know, keep that shit to yourself. I haven't. That's the problem these days. He's just—he's ruined his legacy. You know. Yeah. I haven't even. Yeah, I haven't read any of that stuff. Even though Pat Duffy, fucking legend, you know, respect. Um, but last I heard of him, he was just preaching all of that fluoride shit uh by having all the like expensive filtrations in his shower heads and everywhere in his house so i was figuring he was more of a conspiracy guy i'm sure he is too i'm just going off what i've seen you know i haven't looked too much into it because i know how fucking crazy he is and i just really don't give a damn about pat duffy anymore because no, no. I know how fucking crazy he is. I mean, he doesn't but, really even have preach. a career, though. You know, it's like... Yeah, he fucking ruined it with Airspeed Shoes. The worst fucking company ever. Yeah. Svitek, too, probably. You know? but Yeah, he bought in with uh, Mike V on his uh, little street plan company. Yeesh. But back... You know, but I mean, may, never forget his fucking label kills part where he's just screaming fuck for like 30 seconds at the very beginning. I love that shit. I was yeah. like, dude, this man... Is losing his goddamn mind respect. I know that shit. Yeah, the passion. That's yeah, what I like passion. to see. I like to see that in skaters. Exactly, and you don't get, you don't get that too much with. Uh, no one has like a, a like that's a lost art. The freak out montage. The uh, you know the zero uh, sort of 
you know, Lindsey Robertson freak out montage or even the slam section, you know, that's a lost thing. Yeah, in people are afraid to too. see people get hurt. They don't want to see anyone get hurt. But they the, don't post that anymore. But back to, the, you know, the marketing of oneself in skateboarding, which is an interesting thing because, yeah, you're not just you're not just marketing the tricks. You're marketing your entire personality. And if you ride for a company, you can either ruin the company by being a kook or you end up becoming cooler than the company and then realizing you don't need the fucking company anymore. And right. then you become your own self and you feel your own ego. And then you fucking blow it because you don't know how to run a company. So why aren't companies telling skaters when they fucking sign up with a company like, hey, so also you got to like fork over your social media? Because they want, they want them to have all the followers. They want them to be just a company in their own under their company umbrella. Right. But it's I'm like, saying like in, but for them to enable censorship on what they actually post because they could as uh her Majesty the Grind Queen is saying they could either make or break that company. And if they make the company, then they could see their own self worth and completely bail on it. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, that happens a lot of the time. I mean, with like Dill and AVE, even right. with Alien Workshop. Yeah. I mean, with uh, once they left, it awesome. was over. The new Alien Workshop is cooked. I mean, I feel bad for anyone on the team right now. I mean, no matter what they do, it doesn't matter how fucking cool Yajay might be looking in his fucking pants. It doesn't matter what he does. They're not going to even be minefield, you know what I mean? Like, they're not even going to be minefield workshop. Like, fuck Sammy Montano. I see you looking at my posts every once in a while. I don't give a shit. I love when the bros are, like, the first ones to view the stories because they're just so worried about like what's going on from the stupid meme page? Oh my god, that is funny. Yeah, I still think Minefield is a, a legendary video. I think one of the last great full-length videos to ever be released on DVD. Absolutely. It was, it was like quality like, soundtrack too. That's what makes it. It's unfortunate that you know the for whatever reason the budget and the music nowadays is just shit. You know, no one can get a good soundtrack anymore. I mean, respect to Jamie. Thomas, you know, that's another character we could get into in skateboarding for hours on end, but respect to him for just pulling whatever songs he wants and sometimes not even having the rights using the video and then just figuring it out later, you know what I mean? He's like, this is what I wanted to fucking do. I'm going to fucking make it for the homies. We'll watch it this way, and then I'll figure out how to get it on Thrasher later. Like, I mean, whatever. He's, he was, does what he does, you know? People was, hate him. Whatever. Was, oh, yeah. But, I mean, that was so different back, I mean, even, like, even compared like to 10 years ago, like the amount of like people just use any song they wanted for videos. And it was like no one saw those videos except for fucking skaters. You Skating know? was underground. It flew under the radar. Yeah, exactly. They so they get was away like, with using whatever they wanted, like you were saying. Yeah. So, so that's like such a new thing that people need the rights to stuff, especially since like. Because it all goes on the internet and they get hundreds of thousands of views on Thrasher. Even, so it's like, even YouTube tagging stuff that is copywritten by other things is new within the last decade. And mm-hmm. YouTube YouTube popped up in like 2003, 2006, right after Bag of Suck. Yeah, Bag like, of Suck was the last video before YouTube so, officially took over and people started posting straight to YouTube. So like that is like a relatively new thing. So this is why like... I'm going to give out an idea, and if any, you know what, I'm just going to give this idea out because if anyone can make this happen, I fucking love it. 
but I've been thinking of this for years and I don't think it's possible. The Netflix of skate videos. Not possible because anything before YouTube has so much copyrighted music in it that they will never be able to get the rights to all of it. And that's why, like, all right, this is, I'm sorry, this is too deep for some people, but The Wonder Years, the TV show, took years to go onto Netflix because they couldn't get the rights to all of the songs they used in it. So they re-recorded all of the songs with cover bands and mm. replaced all the music. So now if you watch it, it's not any original tracks like it was when it was on TV. It's all covers. And that took them like two and a half years to do. And like, so if someone made a fucking Netflix escape videos, you'd be watching like covers. And beyond that, there would they'd have to remove the skate audio too, presumably. So it just wouldn't work. I don't think these millennials even have that much of an interest. No, they really they, don't even give a shit about what's going on. No, they definitely Instagram. don't. And half of them don't even click the link in bio. They don't even follow the fucking link. They just look at the trick that's posted and just fucking watch that because they have no fucking attention span, you know? Right. I mean, you could take any Instagram skater you want. You know, they're just obsessed with themselves posting the same fucking tricks every day. They don't want to, you know, take a fuck. They don't want to take three days to fucking try something that's going to be really hard. They just want the instant gratification like you had mentioned earlier. And, they, you know, that's the difficult thing is so many times are with people and they're like, can you film this? I'm like, yeah, hey, you want to film it with the VX? And they're like, oh, you just film it on the phone. It's like, but it's, it'd be cool if we filmed with the VX. It's a good trick. You know, it's like, oh, I want to post it on Instagram. It's like, why? Yeah, like, why? they just might. That, like, that like, three-hour period where you get likes, is it just that, that time where people like it? Yeah, it's like people post themselves skating every day it's like i always laugh at the people who feel like they literally have to post themselves skating every day it's like hey we get it you're a good skater everyone's a good skater you know what i mean but it's no shortage of good skating and you know at the end of the day it's your fucking instagram do whatever the hell you want but it's always funny to me when i see people really trying to get sponsored it's like dude just fucking have a good time take Take some mushrooms. Have a good time with your friends. Yeah, go outside. Yeah, potentially pick a different avenue. You yeah, know? don't like, film yourself. Just go out and leave your phone at home one day. Just once. Yeah, just once. Become a fucking and legend. just have a memory with your friends and not fucking put every goddamn post your story every five seconds. You know, we don't need to see the constant updates. You know, no one cares. No one cares you know, how long it took you to do a trick at a skate park. You know, that's, I, I have to, sometimes I think about, you know, we're going way off topic here, but, you know, I have to give some respect to uh, Ted here, feedback Ted, just because I really have, you know, always appreciated what he does. And maybe that was a little bit of an inspiration starting my account in a very different way almost i don't even know the word i'm looking for to describe it but parallel parallel per- perhaps you know but just a way of like him calling out people you know for taking skateboarding too seriously and it's like hey you're just skating a fucking skateboard in the end of the day i mean that's genius on his part to only take skateboard i mean skate park uh clips uh, submissions to review because he already knows that they're fair game exactly and to see you know just you know, I just love when people hate on something like fucking Smith Grind, for example, because I'll be honest when I say it's not my fucking favorite trick to do, but I 
give so much respect to anyone who can do a fucking buttery smith or the crustiest ledge. Because, like, dude, you're fucking putting your shins on the line. Like, come on, front smith. Like, like high risk, low return trick at the end of the day. But, like, when you see a good one, and I'm going to just straight up reference Chris Haslam here. Because that one's been on my mind. The burial flip Smith grind on a handrail. Like, right, so right. who, yes, we know it was not yes, an actual yes, street yes. rail. Bear yes. spots. Bear spots. Yeah, we were all on that tip for like a year and But a half still fucking crazy to do up. on those tensor trucks that don't turn for shit. You know what I mean? I somehow through that kingpin that wasn't that low at all. Those kingpins on the old tensor trucks were not low. There wasn't a lot of fucking Smith grind clearance because the wheels are so big and people were skating what like eight inch boards so to see like a buttery smith grind between i don't know 98 and 06 you know that's when i was paying the most attention to skateboarding right there right you know see a fucking you know smith grind it's like okay that's interesting and i like it it's different it's hard and people don't really do them that much and it's nice to see someone uh avoid using the slider plate completely you know one of my favorite things about tensor trucks is when I see someone do like a fucking five O grind on tensors. It's like okay, <laughs> no base plate utilization. So you give it up for the front Smith grind, but not so much the back Smith grind. I think that's my favorite part about it. Is I personally love back Smith grinds, and you know, back fucking back Smiths are sick as hell. They look way sicker. Kenny Anderson doing them. I have, you know. There's pictures of him in Transworld, and it's just a great photogenic trick. But I just think something about the front smith and a lot of people, especially ledge skaters, taking skateboarding too seriously and just hating on smith grinds, but not even being able to do smith grinds is always just funny to me. They're like, oh, fuck a smith grind. Like, I'll just do a stupid, perfectly balanced nose grind. Yeah, that shit is fun. I do them all the time, and they feel great. But can you can't hate on a front smith on a ledge unless you can fucking do one. You know, it's like for years and years, everyone's hating on varial flips. And, you know, and I still have a little bit of hatred for him. But it is totally one of those things where it got to the point where everyone was hating on him. And it's like, you don't, you, you can't, you've never even done a varial flip. You know, yeah, it's because it's hard to make look good. And well, that's it what is. It comes it, down to. Well, that, that's what, that's what everyone hates on him is like they, for the most part, they look bad. Mm-hmm. But, People can make him look good. Yellow exit Steve Nesser. Good varial flip. Corey Shepard and what if? Corey Shepard, yes. Okay. Nate Jones, Mike Carroll. Right, okay, so there Mike are... Mike Carroll, one of my favorite skaters. So, but that's became one of those things where eventually, like, everyone was hating on it because, like, yeah, it's a gross-looking trick unless you know how to do it well. But then it got to a point where it was like, you've never even tried this trick. You know, you know what I mean? Um and it's because front smiths have such a high risk, low return that at the end of the day, you know, it's fuck. Why why would you want a front smith right through this ledge? But I think that's just the funniest part. And also, you know, there's nothing worse than you're, when you're going up for a front smith on a ledge and you don't quite make it all the way, mm, and, and then you just it. fucking yeah, your shins smash, down. yeah, fucked up, dude. That shit sucks. And then you're like, fuck, that happened because I was trying to front smith. Fuck that. Yeah. The board so then you do goes to smiths. flat. You could just eat shit so bad. It sucks. The backsmith's w- way cooler, personally. I love them. But, you know, everyone knows that backsmiths are cooler. So it's just fun to... Definitely steezier. 
Absolutely. It's fun to make fun of a trick that doesn't get a whole lot of love, mm-hmm. but then also be like, hey, this fucking Fran Smith was really sick, you know? And I also love just finding a good Fran Smith battle. You can you can scroll through the page and oh, yeah. find some just be like good Fran Smith battles, and it's just always hilarious to me. I don't know. You see all these stupid other, these all these other pages on Instagram that like take skateboarding seriously, and they're like, "Oh, here's a whole page dedicated to backside tail slides." You know? Oh, right. let's like, no one fucking cares. Like, sick. Like, you, I love pages that are nostalgic, but you got to do it in a way to make it interesting. Like, or else it just gets scrolled over, and no one can really appreciate what's going on. So again, less is more at the end of the day, and you got to find a way to make it interesting and to point out something that makes it interesting, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like, tricks are tricks, but it comes down to an art form. Like, skateboarding is definitely not a sport. Anyone who calls it a sport is obviously a jock, you know? Right, Right. and that's the thing. It's like, I've seen seen that uh, backtail page that I think you might be referring to, and they'll, like, post people's backtail slides and say... Like, essentially put, like, one of those, you know, you click yes or no. Like, is this a backside tail slide? Yeah, yes or no. just looking for validation left and right. Right. And essentially, they're all backside tail slides. And obviously, some of them are really bad backside tail stalls. And some of them are great backside tail slides. And it's like, you're not giving me any context here. Like, like is this is this the first time this kid's gotten into a backside tail slide before? Because if so, then, yeah, fuck yeah, this is a backside tail slide. Like, hell yeah. You know, if you're comparing it to this, like, fucking Tory Pudwell or something, like, no, then no, it's not. But th- that's just, like, that doesn't have any... That account has, like, no, like, significant, like, relevance. You know what I mean? That's not doing anything. That's not doing anyone any Yeah, it's favors. just another guy running an Instagram who's like, hey, here's a trick everyone loves. People fucking love to see sick tricks for the most part. Right. And that's what they do. And people are already putting stuff on their Instagram for validation, and they just want double exactly. validation. And no one so cares if it's fucking that. Brian from... Oklahoma doing a backtail on a park ledge just to get a thumbs up. You know what I mean? I like to look for, you know, the rare front smiths that you see in videos that are just like, holy shit. Like, you know, this is a great skater who's known for many other tricks, but it's funny to see him doing a front smith. Like, I like to think of the one from Chomp. You know, it's Eric Austin doing a fucking front smith in the Lakers jersey. You know, it's fucking just flavor, dude. I mean, that was easy for him. That whole part was throwaway, which I love. You know, right. it's my favorite costume part. Definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, Easily I, I, his best footage. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone with a, a different favorite People one. who are, I mean, someone who's 18-year-old kids these yeah. days because it's crazy. I mean, we're living in 2020, so 18-year-olds these days don't... You know, they fucking might have never seen Sight Unseen, which is just, you know. Yeah, well, they don't care because they've seen stuff on YouTube, Instagram, and they saw the H Street video once. So they're yeah. good. And now they just fucking skate curves. Yeah, yeah, now, now they understand what it used to be like, so they don't need to see any of your old man shit, all right? I can't imagine what it's like to just grow up watching just YouTube all the time and just watching your own footage, just thinking that, there's nothing else out there and just not wanting to look back and 
you know, it's just so much. I mean, kids don't get the magazines like we did back in the day either. You know, they don't get the, you know, I just remember reading like top five, you know, the top fives in trans world. And if I saw my favorite skaters, like one of his top five bands, the first thing I'm doing is going on LimeWire and downloading 30 other songs, listening to them all and being like, yeah, this is sick music, you know, because, you know, that kind of, we were talking about today's music and skate videos versus old music is when I think of the most memorable parts, it always has something to do with the song oh, being absolutely. memorable as well. Absolutely. And, and then, I'm sure you made plenty of you downloaded all the tracks from a skate video and made, of course. Uh, you have a mixtape for Misled Youth. Oh, yeah. I assume you got one for Sorry. I don't know about you. I mean, I used to make ones for the PJ video. And you can even tell the difference between the kids that grew up on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you know, Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, and underground. Yeah. Versus the kids that just grew up on playing skate, one, two, and three, because the music in those video games is just so bland, and uh, it just doesn't have any character. It doesn't have that just. Oh my god! There's no primus. You know what I mean? There's nothing that just gets you fucking like revved up. I don't know. It's just different these days. I you feel know like I mean? that. They get, they get motivated on their own shit. They don't get hyped up because of the culture anymore. You know, there used to be, like, music and skateboarding, and now it's just, like, fucking whatever we can put on the internet without getting it removed, you know, is what we're going to do. Right, well, I feel like skate came out at a very bland time in skateboarding. Oh, and it's created by, like, you know EA. I mean? It's no never soft. Yeah, for know? sure. And yeah. so many things are just such whatever stoner rock that, you know, they get have the copyright for that's in the Thrasher edits. Don't get me wrong, I love seeing Figgy play fucking guitar. Right. But oh, my God. At the end of the day, it's no fucking... It's no block party. It's no fucking block party. It's, yeah. I mean, you can think about fucking Modus video. I mean, it's just Mark song. I mean, jeez. Yeah. I mean, your account really celebrates the blunders and absurdity of the uh, skate industry and the products, too. Like the uh, like the iPath cats. Well, iPath. You know? Best oh, brand. Cats, maybe the most comfortable shoes ever. Never had a pair, but you know, well, I had the iPath boots. Okay, iPath I remember those. Boots. I remember you had the boots. Mm-hmm. Dude, the cats, oh my God, Bigzo, you blew it. But it was, you know, it's a one of a kind shoe that will never be replicated. Most versatile shoe, the most mom friendly <laughs> church shoe out. You know, you can, the only shoe you can, you know. Dude, the funerals, I wore that shoe too. And you don't even get a stash pocket in a shoe nowadays. No. See, the iPath also had a stash pocket. They're spending, you know, $90 on a fucking blazer these days. It's insane. It's just comes with nothing. There's no stash pockets. There's... And it's bullshit because cause weed's legal now, so you can carry it around. So where's my stash pocket? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you see Satori making a comeback. It's just a matter of time before iPath makes, tries to make a comeback. It's weird that the Satori wheels that they made with the stash pocket didn't take off more. They could have hit some weed in between the bearings and the wheel. Like, they're very well. A hollow wheel didn't rick to one. Yeah. Run a hollow wheel for a bit. I mean, Flip had the side cuts. They couldn't have just figured out a way to, I mean, and also, here's bury a, some nug in there. I don't know if anyone grind at Satori you know, is, is listening. It, I don't know if anyone at Satori is listening, but I don't know why they haven't made any larger filmer wheels and called them cushions, but obviously spelled... <laughs> K-U-S-H. So anyone there at Satori, you're welcome to take that. I'll take 65%. Wow. Thank you, bro. 
So I noticed that you have a strong dislike for independent trucks. Oh yeah. Where did that where did that all start? Let's see. I don't want to miss anything here, so I'm glad you brought this up. It's funny we haven't talked about it yet, you know, we just get so deep into having a good time talking about skateboarding that I forget that I, it's like, oh yeah, I, I do hit independent trucks, but... It's only natural to push the negative aspects away when you're thinking about something you love so much, you Especially know? because, you know, a lot of people like to think like, oh, you know, he's just sitting here hitting on independent trucks, and it's like, eh, it's not really that, it's just like... They kind of make themselves easy to hate on, and like, how do you not see that big fucking iron cross right in front of you? And I don't think it's really about the fucking logo that I hate. And it's not really anyone on the team that I fucking have a problem with either, because Jason Jesse doesn't even ride fucking independent trucks, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's a lot of the people that ride independent trucks, you know, think about everyone at your fucking local park, you know. And for me personally, I'm just going to go off of just the biggest shitheads that I can think of. It's always the dudes riding indie that are just like throwing bottles and just like breaking glass and just like causing a fucking scene and just being absolute just pieces of shit off the skateboard. You know what I mean? I mean the dudes that aren't actually skating. Yeah, I mean, you look at, and again, I'm not talking about anyone on the team here because again, they're a professional skateboarding team. It's like, you know, they pick and they market what they do, but... I'm talking about your just local skater kids who are just complete piles, you know. There's just fucking just drinking and just like not even the drinking is, dude. I'll fucking drink all goddamn day long, but it's just like causing a fucking scene, just like throwing beers everywhere, just disrespecting the place. And it's just like, okay, just all these indie kids. And those are the ones, the, the group of dudes that I'm thinking of are the ones that the reason why I started the account was just fucking making fun of them and just like, Okay, like these kids are the typical indie riding stereotype. Like, wow, they're just like piles, so easy to make fun of. And I didn't ever expect it to get to where it is now. Like, even just whatever. So, what has 4,000 followers now? But when it was just like 250 people looking at these stupid jokes I was making about these people, it was funny how it started to catch on. Right. And it was just like, okay, it's not just my local indie kids that I'm making fun of it's clearly like going on in other places you know what I mean and then you see people like you know Robert Brink starting to follow the account and then like Caswell Berry following the account I'm just like okay this is kind of funny like I guess these jokes people fucking you know it's, it it's, it's worth a laugh you know yeah. what I mean if it makes me laugh that's the way I see it like I'll sit there and think of jokes I'm like oh is this actually funny or am I just like laughing at it right now and then you know I'll take a minute and be like and it's not really that funny, like, it doesn't really make any point, you know what I mean? Like, if it's, if it's not making a point, then it's not really worth it to me, you know what I mean? It has to have something to it, to where, like, will resonate with people, you know? Even, even one of the most recent ones that I joked about is just fucking indie skaters not being able to fucking do manual tricks, and again, there's plenty of fucking people who ride for independent trucks who can do manuals, but, like, Dude, they're all just a bunch of fucking idiot kids who just want to fucking slash grind on fucking coping all day long. And that's fucking, it feels great, but I don't want to see Instagram videos of you back and forth for 50 seconds long just fucking hitting shitty slash grinds, you know what I mean? Not even stand up 5-0s. Right. You know, just disrespecting it. Because let's be honest, Independent is a classic skateboard brand. But, you know, and again, I was getting way off topic there thinking about just these idiots who ride 
and choose to buy independent trucks. No, but I think you make a good point because, and and I just want to clarify, it's like but beyond the, the indie team, it's not everyone that rides indie is a fucking dumbass. However, when you look around the park and see the people that are there with a board that aren't actually skating and they're just fucking fucking shit up for no reason yeah, and like they're always scene. out independent trucks and, 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 and that's, that's kind of where the joke started from too we were like right. wow how do they all have independent trucks well you know why well independent is one of the i mean as far as i can tell one of the biggest skate companies being sold to people that do not skate whatsoever like besides like obviously you see a bunch everyone knows you see a bunch of people wearing thrasher shit yeah like it's jason sure. Uh, but like independent, you see so many people wearing independent shit and they have no idea that it has anything yeah, to do with it's skateboarding. Just a huge cross. They just say, Oh no, it's just a big iron cross. And it says and independent. And it makes, it makes me biker dudes in yeah, Southern exactly. California. It's right. military guys who, I mean, and again, I'm, you know, I'm an older guy here, so I'm referencing back, but it's like, I just remember dudes walking into a fucking PacSun and what is PacSun? PacSun carry a fucking generic ass brands that carry hurley dc and independent and all these fucking dudes just walking out with the shirt that says independent in the front just huge iron cross on the back like even when i was fucking fucking kid just getting into skating i was like all right this is like very militant like i don't want a fucking militant brand so i was always drawn to crux trucks because fucking cold spice baby like you know the old ads those were the best like they made skateboarding funny yeah they were like why is this so serious independent no, they didn't, was they always didn't, so damn serious they didn't make skateboarding ads. funny crux didn't make skateboarding no. funny because skateboarding is fucking stupid it is funny yeah. you know they were just they were more realistic about it like hey this is uh, when it comes down to it we're all in a fucking toy right now yeah you're not and on it's a funny big... how they're both nhs products like don't even get me started on that like it's you know i mean i love crooks i think they're great i wish they would bring back the old base plate formula because they just do look a little bit alumini i feel like i now. saw something and i know that that's not the right be. word alumin like they're just very like fake looking it's just not i don't know it just doesn't doesn't look like it's built to last there's nothing wrong with the hanger I mean, we all know those bushings are replaced by, you know, no one, no one rides Crocs bushings. Those things are fucking yeah. little pebbles. I mean, honestly, the base, yeah, the, yeah, and, and the base plates do look like it was just like Ron Whaley finished his tuna, sa- tuna salad sandwich. He's the man. Ron, Yelling's a Ron Whaley. He is the man. Ron is the guy. Which is like crumbled up tin foil, like yeah. he compressed it in his, his Some, big Crocs hands. trucks. They changed the formula. They it used to be a different metal, and I'm sure it's something to do with the manufacturers and the fucking you know, laws and what they use on metal, it's probably out of their control, but, you know, it's interesting to see, like, you know, look at how clean, like, a Venture or a Thunder base plate looks, you know, like, imagine if Crux just had a nice base plate, like, you know, I mean, I love Ace Trucks, too, you know, they're great, I like, you know, they turn on a dime, but even that metal is, like, a little soft, you know, if you, if you want to find something negative to say about Ace Trucks, it's, the metal is, kind of soft you know if you're trying to do like a crooked grind and i mean no one on ace trucks is really pinching crooks on ledges so you know think about that but if you were like it's kind of a softer metal so you you really gotta dig in there and you know it's just something to think about i mean ace definitely seems like a slappy curb truck 
Yeah, but maybe I, like maybe I mean, maybe like a bowl chomper truck too. Dude, but they got a few goats on the team. I mean, fucking can't even think of his name right now. It's a damn shame. Fucking, it's because I'm a fried old guy here. But oh, Oski, fucking Oski, dude. He rides ace trucks. I'm pretty sure Max Palmer also rides ace. And Deeds. I mean, have you seen what Deeds has been doing? That's one Instagram account worth looking at. If, we're, if you're only going to follow, you know, two people on Instagram, it's going to easily be Deeds and Fancy Lad Podcast. But well, I was going to say, I can't, that, I'm already following know, two else, people. Who, who else are you going to follow? That's Cult true. of Tom, maybe. Don't even follow Grind Queen. Just go ahead and, you know, f- screenshot my memes like Alex White and just fucking post them on your own shit. You know, I don't, oh, I don't care yeah. at the end of the day. Yell exit Alex White. Yeah, oh. it's just whatever. I don't, I don't do it to get popular or follows off, you know, memes. I just do it because I think it's funny. And at the end of the day, if I, you know, like just, it's funny because growing up, I grew up on, you know, a few videos, one of them being PJ Lott's Wonderful Horrible Life. Mm, great video. And I've since been a huge fan of Ryan Glott. And he's followed the page since then. Maybe he had like 1,200 followers. And to me, that alone is like, all right, if I can make Ryan Gallant laugh and Gasmo Berry gets a laugh out of this, then literally fuck everyone else. I don't give a shit. But it's it's just funny. I can be like, oh, they understand my nostalgia, my 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 little niche here that I like in skateboarding, like these little things that are just, you know, it's nostalgic, but at the same time very fascinating. Like I like to think about you know, Village Psychic, I draw some inspiration from him in a sense of nostalgia. He he points out very funny little weird things in the history of skateboarding, and he does a really good job, and it is, you know, again, skateboarding comes back down to an art to me, and how it's portrayed, and how you look at it, and it's not, I, I could care less about, you know, what trick is done where, Right. but I just like to see the personality, and, you know, you know, everything down to the outfit, and the the spot picked, the spot that was chosen for the spot, the trick at the spot, you know, everything is just so, you know, you gotta take a minute to really appreciate that shit. No one does anymore. You know, there's just like, okay, on to the next post. When can I, when can I reload my Instagram to see some new posts? And respect for, to Ryan Gallant for getting kicked off DC for writing fuck mall shops on that kid's board. Yeah, Ryan Gallant, you know, I know you follow the page, but if you listen to this, shalom, dude, because fuck mall shops. Fucking Thank you for keeping it real, dude. Fuck DC Shoes. Fuck Danny Way. Ooh, we won't go there, but I uh, mean, dude, we, again, went, we, went, we went pretty deep there last episode. Yeah, I, I, listened, to, I listened to your guys' show, you know. I'm not one of those guys, those guys that just comes on the show and has no idea the Fancy Live podcast. Oh, well, we appreciate that. Yeah, I listen to all skateboard podcasts and... Oh, there's only one, the Fancy Lab podcast. So. And, you know, some of the other podcasts, it's interesting. You know, they'll have a certain guest on the show and, you know, they'll act a certain way because they idolize him too much, you know, and then they end right. up not having a quality interview. And I'm specifically, you know, it doesn't even fucking matter, but, you know, those bunt dudes will have some like Daryl Stan on the show and it's mm-hmm. just like fucking a weak-ass interview because they spend too just much time fucking kissing his ass and yeah. not really figuring out what's going on and you know i'm sure i'll get shit for this but again i don't fucking care i want more people to fucking you know have a problem with what i'm saying because at this point in time i'm not looking for any fucking handouts and at the end of the day you know who gives a shit because no one knew who i was 
before the stupid meme page. So right. if they want to hate me, so fucking be it. Yeah, and so if any of you, what I'm saying. if any of you disagree with what with uh, what Her Majesty the Grind Queen here is saying right now, feel free to DM Grind Queen Truck Co on Instagram because you know what? We're all about opening up discussion here. This isn't. This isn't a no, you're wrong, I'm right thing. Yeah. If you have a valid argument, this is all about discussion, and we are totally open to it. Yeah, and people grow, and minds change, and I'm always open for discussion because I love talking about skateboarding because at the end of the day, it's funny that how people get so worked up over skateboarding, you yeah. know? But I can see where people's, you know, maybe their careers are on the line because they are, at the end of the day, like a pro skateboarder. Like, you take someone for Jason Jesse, for example, who probably should never had a goddamn Instagram in the first place. Or should have done a better job of, like, covering up his history. Like, people do things, but you can always change and be a better person. And I just think, like, he's just done, you know, such a such a poor job of, you know, maybe hiding some of the hateful things that he truly believes in. You know, at the or end of the day. Or trying to grow. Like, if that's how he feels, that's how he feels. But just don't share it with people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you want to be a hateful asshole then just keep it to yourself like unfortunately if that's how you feel like you know maybe try taking some more acid or you know some mushrooms and just i mean really just step outside of it and have a new perspective i mean it's unfortunate to think that some people can be that hateful and i think it's funny that people think that i'm hateful but really the only things i have a problem with is you know other assholes and skateboarding so it's like i'm not afraid to call someone out and make a joke out of it because Fuck that guy anyways. Just calling people right. out on their shit. Yeah. You're a man of strong morals, and which I can tell. And you, it seems like you're promoting people to think for themselves. And also, what you're intolerant of is intolerance. So, I yeah. applaud you. Thank you. Thank and your you. efforts. And it's just a matter of, you know, showing respect. Give respect where respect is due and just... You know, just a really loving skateboarding and just really appreciating the little things that people have overlooked in videos and just finding funny things to post or where people might want to re-see. But then also every once in a while making a funny joke to me and seeing other people get so damn worked up. It's just hilarious. You know, I love stirring the pot a little bit, especially when, you know, it's coming from someone it's not even tied to the industry at all and no one fucking knows who I am so it's you know it just is that much funnier you know yeah but it's also like we're in a time right now where so many people skate and seeing all these people skate is so accessible so people are just so willing to hate on the stuff that they see it's like you know just so for all you people out there that maybe have not been skating for that long understand that it will not be like that forever people will not give a shit about skateboarding again at some point and all the people that you meet that do skate those are going to be the only people you're going to want to be like talking to so exactly you know just like kind of go with that perspective that you're all on like the a similar mindset from the beginning and you know because eventually it you know, they're going to be slim pickings. Yeah, you know, I like to think back of everyone who I started skating with and no one skates anymore. And, you know, this is a little off topic, but I've always just appreciated the smaller things within skateboarding beyond the tricks. I just remember being a kid flipping through a trans world 
and being hyped on the interview and some of the shit that I'm reading about the pros and being like, yo, look at what Jerry Sue is saying about Josh Casper in this interview and no one really fucking gave a shit, you know what I mean? I was, and it was always bizarre to me. I was like, what, don't you want to like know more about what's going on? Like, fuck it, so what? You could say it's like your own little TMZ, like pop culture behind the scenes, but if we're going to sit here and watch these skaters all day, it's fun to get some personality, especially... You know, when you only got so little as a kid when there was no Instagram, it was fun right. to dig deep. And I think that people don't really dig deep on finding whatever it is they want to know about people anymore. They just believe what they hear through a stupid meme, and then they believe it. And that was the funniest thing to me about bringing Grand King, Trucko, back in the first place, because so many people thought I was real. Kids would even fucking send me sponsor tapes sometimes, like, yo, send me free shit, send me free shit. And I would just watch it and never say anything or just let people believe what they want to believe. And even to this day, people will still send me Grind King shit thinking it's the real page. Being like, hey, what's going on? And then other people will be like, the only reason why I bought Grind King trucks is because I thought this page was so funny. Which is always hilarious to me. I was like, okay, I'm doing this guy a fucking favor. He's too old school to get how marketing works he probably didn't like steve rocco either you know what i mean some people just don't fucking get it and whether you whether you like it or not that is the more the more uneasy it might make you feel or yeah so what if it's making fun of someone else like that's what people are looking at you know what i mean like no one's looking at fucking stupid clips you know what i mean no one clips aren't fucking selling product you know what i mean it has it has to be but this advertisement somehow i mean i feel i was thinking this when the vans video came out propeller and it didn't have any one quote in the video and no personality footage you know and that's like a industry standard now where there's no quotes or anything because i feel like if somebody is opinionated or even even has you know any sort of uh reflection of their personality i feel like companies are just yeah they're just worried they're just worried that that's gonna like alienate people yeah they don't Mm want to be held accountable for it you know like oh who knows 10 years down the line we may get context to this you know or rather something may come up that all of a sudden, this could put be put into that context. They're just videos designed to be played in the background of, like, a Zoomies or fucking Tillies. You know, something that you can easily put on loop that every family is going to be able to try to understand. Because it's like, oh, this is top-notch quality skateboarding. And, you know, this is some music that I can enjoy because it doesn't say anything. Okay, prime example here, again... Growing up, having Gurley right running that in my fucking living room, my Carol's part comes on, my mom would fucking come over and like be like, what the fuck are you listening to? And I'd be like, I don't fucking know, I'm just watching my Carol skate. I'm not thinking about the music in the background, but the older I get, I'm like, oh yeah, they can't really, you know, they can't play that at some mall shop. You know, that's... Cash rules everything around me. I mean, I, I remember also too, like, well, it was uh, Scarface. 
Absolutely. Yeah, more killer. Yeah. No, I was just saying in, in general, oh, cash well, rules well. everything around me as a sort of ethos. I, but I forgot that you say that at the beginning of every sentence. What I was going to say was, I mean, also, no, I know that feeling because, I mean, it's it's kind of weird because it's like with bigger companies. I mean, I, I consider like Baker a bigger company, obviously. For sure. They've been around, what, since 2001 or two now? Yeah, and I remember growing up and like, even like Baker 2G, let's say, being like, I know like certain parts of the video to like shut off if my parents come into the room. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah or just where to mute it. Yeah, that, I mean, that feeling. That you know, I cough. think a lot of skaters from our generation could relate to that vibe because what's another good example? Let's see, uh, fucking label kills is the Svitek part. I always had to shut that one off first. That was a lot of fucking, you know, I think that was a Sex Pistol song. Yeah, that was. Well, with the fuck this and Yeah, that was, that. you know, my parents were I was, too crazy about that with, one. With Baker 2G, I was thinking of uh, at the end there in the Beagle section was fuck a bitch. Oh, and yeah. Fuck a bitch. Yeah, that, man, I love how skate videos were, like, not liked by parents back in the day. I liked that graphics were offensive, but it was with good artists doing graphics, which made the difference because it was what people were looking at. Because the artists doing the graphics, like, you know, Sean Cliver, Mm -hmm. Incredible Human, you know, Mark McKee, two guys that just come to my mind immediately that are like, okay, no one would be looking at this if it wasn't good art in the first place. And then they're doing some shit that is like, eh, parents aren't really feeling this, but it's like what you're hyped on as a fucking teenager because you don't want to be hyped on the shit your parents are hyped on. So it's like fucking different. Now you just have a ton of logo boards nowadays or like shit that just says like fucking stupid Plan B logo on it or like fucking, oh man, we could go on like Sovereign. What the fuck is that shit? Like we just have so many, like there's nothing making me want to buy this board anymore. I mean, I would definitely buy a board that said fucking stupid Plan B logo. Yeah. I would uh, definitely buy that. That that sounds like, oh, man. I mean, that kind of sounds like, uh, Dill, if you're listening, we know you are, you piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, like Jason Dill, if you're listening. Fucking uh, legend. Yeah, make a fucking stupid Plan B logo board for your fucking company. I remember when fucking Zero made that board right after 9-11 with fucking... What was his name? It's not Saddam Hussein. I'm just fucking fried asshole right now talking. Osama bin Laden? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. I'm just fried right now. I I obviously know who that is. Osama bin Laden. He was on the Zero deck, you know, and it was like, scratch this fucking asshole off your board. It like said that on the top ply, you know, and it was like, I remember my dad going into the skate shop with me being like, Oh, you gotta scratch that board up. But I was like, I didn't want that fucking board at the time because I was more hyped on like flip, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like, that's fucking sick. Like skateboarding isn't like that anymore. And the people who try to make offensive graphics these days, they're just not really good at it. So it's like a damn shame when people try. Just like it's a damn shame how this stupid I dabble VM tries to be like four one one, dude. And it's a shame. I mean, love Mark Appleyard. You know, I'm just branching off here again doing just branching off but you know like they can try all day to try to create some content but they're just drawing a bunch of instagram shit and it's never gonna hit the same because it's shit we've already seen it's just a bunch of recycled instagram footage no one gives a shit about like filming on vx make it more exciting yeah they, they should just be all like vx only submissions yeah 
make it somewhat exclusive. It's like, I, I understand that they're trying to bring some nostalgia back to skateboarding and create a full-in-one style video, but Mark Appleyard is never going to be Lance Mountain, you know? Yeah. Love him, though. Nothing against Mark. One of my favorite skaters. But it's also just, you know, changing of the time. I mean, you know, your account, it works because of the uh, the uh, anonymity of it all. I mean, it's like the same reason why Big Brother could never exist nowadays as an actual media platform is because advertisements couldn't get behind it to fund it. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it's it's one of the the blessings of the internet. It's one of the curses curses of the internet that you know it, it, you you get to have this platform, but you'll never you know you can't really it it it's existing like we said outside of the industry because you can never actually probably start a company like Big Brother where you are funded through the advertisements because people aren't going to back this sort of for lack of a better term, hate-driven I mean, content. And the people looking at it, they don't understand the problem. Again, I'm nowhere near Big Brother. I look up to them for inspiration. But people see it as hate, but they don't understand it's a joke. Like, the fucking best one ever is the How to Kill Yourself. Imagine if they fucking... Artic- imagine me putting an Instagram post up saying How to Kill Yourself. Yeah. I don't have the cops to my fucking door in fucking 30 minutes being... You know, you you can't do that anymore. The fact that they were able to get that in a print magazine, fucking shalom. Well, it's you know, like music and incredible. it's like music and skate videos. It flew under the radar. It did, and it was so great because it was just something that, for those who got to experience it, you know, there's never going to be anything like that again because it's just too much information and too much. Everyone's again. You just put whatever up on the internet whenever you want, but just a, I, just that thought alone being like, okay, here's an Instagram post. Just, you know, no no preemptive stuff. You have, like, no idea where this is coming out of, like, left field posts, like, oh, right. how to kill yourself. Like, dude, fucking, not only would the count be shut down, but I'd be fucking in jail. Like, okay. Well, yeah, the amount of surveillance these yeah, days, there would be no way to, yeah, no, you It's just like, hey... It's not even really a joke you can make anymore, you know, because we're all we're all woke citizens here. We're all true. good no, people. We're, you know, times change. And all of your hate stuff, you can tell it's from a place of passion for skateboarding. It's it's a, it's a place and of and actual also... glorifying skateboarding. I, I don't even feel like it's even a place of hate. I feel like it's just like a like laying it out. Like here's this. Exactly. This happens. And Soothsayer, if you will. Right. Exactly. It's like, here it is. Take it or leave it. Look at it or don't. You didn't make it up. Exactly. I, yeah, I didn't make this up. This is here. This existed. And for me, this it's happened. like some of these jokes write themselves. Like the whole, you know, fucking Kyle Walker joke. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, oh, yeah. It's show with the Negraph episode. Like, dude, that is so perfect. I was like... I remember sitting there with my grind queen at home being like, oh my god, like, pardon me, but th- this joke just wrote itself right now, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it's just doing things in a way where it's like, okay, you're making a point, but no one cares if you're just calling someone out and just fucking saying some shit about them, calling them names. Like, you gotta be able to find a way to make a joke to where it's, like, funny. It's like 
when Big Brother called out Corey Duffel, like back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty much, you know, just an updated version of that. And it's not even like I go after one person in particular. It's like, fuck, if this person's being a blatant asshole online, right? let me just fucking put it out there and let it grow from there. I don't post something hoping it gets a shit ton of views or likes or whatever. It's just a, like... Dude, at the end of the day, it doesn't even get that many. It only has, like, 4,000 followers. I'd like to think of it as, like, a cult following because the people, you know, shout out to, you know, it's funny we talk about Wonderful Horrible Life because, again, you know, I mean, I got, you know, Dave A is just, again, I think, you know, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Dave A on the Fancyland podcast. We're actually friends with Dave A. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you ever met the guy. I can't say that, you know, I've ever met him. but yeah, Maybe we can hook you guys up someday. But, you know, he is the king of freestyle. It's true. Absolutely. You know, and we had we actually had a brief discussion about this earlier. I was just talking about that. And it's like, I mean, un, uh, undisputed king of freestyle. No one's ever disputed it before. And if they started now, they kick their ass. Yeah. And it's just funny to make Dave, uh, people like Dave uh, laugh. I'm just like, you know, start this whole thing as a joke to myself because this was a way for me. To be like, okay, like, look at these assholes just throwing beer bottles around, just fucking saying, you know, fucking bunch of, you know, love Jake Phelps, but, you know, everyone just, like, idolizing him in the worst ways possible, just, like, it's just those dudes who just run around, and they're all just, like, I mean, don't even get me started on, like, the racist and sexist and, like, the abusive bullshit, but it's always the guys that fucking ride into trucks, and it's just, you know, just going from there and just making jokes out of that and then just yeah it's you know you get encouraged when people like Dave A fucking follow your account you've been watching the fucking wonderful horrible, horrible life video since you're 12 years old you know it's just right. like oh shit this guy's laughing at my jokes okay let's let's see where it goes from here well you know why they follows the account it's cause they fucking gets it yeah I fuck with they they is a dude that fucking gets it and they is a dude that's always got yeah. Yell eggs at Dave. It's true. Money in the bank. Money Dave's money, money in the, the fucking bank. bank. Money in the fucking bank. Well, you know, I just want to say real quick that I appreciate you and I appreciate you being a fan of the company. And Absolutely. Uh, I think more you know, there's just too many jocks in skateboarding and you know, some people look at fancy lad and they're just sometimes afraid to appreciate it, you know, and I come from a man like myself just growing up in a way of knowing you could say what's legal and illegal in skateboarding and mm-hmm. you can take skateboarding seriously as much as you want at the end of the day and i think it's important to grow up you know knowing that fucking willy guy is whack as shit you know what i mean like mm-hmm. fucking at, at the end of the day just i just saw that fucking stupid alex wilms kid on indie do the fucking willy over willy grind down rinkin it was fucking tasteless. It was so bad. It's like, yeah, so what if a nose grind's already been done? Just fucking let it be. Like, go to another spot and do another trick. Oh, oi, that was fucking tasteless. I want some less. Mm, I haven't seen that. I mean, there is... It was a-, a stupid Instagram clip he posted, and yeah, I'll see these things sometimes because, you know what I mean? Yeah. You be on Instagram, you, you, you gotta find content. You know, you can't make fun of shit if you don't watch it at the end of the day. That's how I see it. I watch everything because you can't exactly. make fun of something... If you don't watch it, and if you actually take the time to watch a fancy live video, you're gonna see like, oh, these guys are fucking, 
skateboard nerds who fucking really appreciate what's going on. And they're doing fucking mind-blowing shit. And again, this brings me all back to people hating on things that they can't relate to. Yeah. And I myself, for the longest time, hated on pressure flips because I can't fucking do them. Hated and misunderstood. And it's, and it's yeah. not because... I hated on them because I fucking wish I could do them. You know, if you were to ask me now what my least favorite trick is, it's obviously a crook to back flip on a rail, dude. That's just, just taste, tasteless competition, point earning combo. It's like a dual J- crook or back flip. JT you know? Alts, Bastion Salabonzi, I'm sorry if you're listening right now. Yeah, JT Alts, I remember meeting you at the 88 demo back in the day. Thanks for the stickers. R- 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 nice dude. You know, stand-up guy. Put on a good demo. Yell exit JTL. Yeah, and you gotta love Bastion, too, because he, like, I don't really love self-praise clips, you know, when someone gives himself, like, you know, the self-dap up, but he did it in such a way, it was like, dude, you know he fucking was trying there. Like, that was, like, that was all passion. You know, again, you can tell when someone's being a jock. Yep. And when it's like, he can't, I mean, again, yeah, he's... Well, that was when, uh... His his brother was in the crowd, and that was the first time his brother had seen him skate before. Yeah, dude. I mean, so I don't, he was like, he's the only guy I want to see get hyped on his own skating because it's usually fucking something insane, like the kickflip front board down with that sixteen. Yeah, it's then, like if you're bashing and yourself cheering yourself, is that like you got a pretty fucking good reason? You just did some fucking good yeah, looking shit. He's a goat, man. It's unfortunate that Flip was pressuring him too much to like keep pushing it because i would love to see you know it's interesting because again it goes back to skateboarding being like kind of jockey and shit and people taking skateboarding so seriously and having to push it to the next limit that you know bastion was pushed to the point where they were like hey you gotta go bigger try they i think they i think they wanted him to kickflip front board down el toro i i'm like positive i remember reading that and right. he like didn't want to do it right because he did that other kickflip front board exactly yeah that was like kind of like, like dude warm the man up. wants to live dude like fucking has any no one's fucking flipped into a trick down yeah and here's something we haven't talked about in the podcast and i don't think we really have time to get into but i'll just lay it out down maybe, maybe i'll fly back into town and we can talk again or That'll be fucking, fucking hack your guys a show and we'll intercept it somehow for like, a commercial break. About, but i was gonna say it's like when sorry came out flip was already on it's flip was already going down mm-hmm. after like, i mean dude i knew it was going downhill after they fucking didn't even give pj a song you know what i mean silence, oh, is, silence golden is golden, golden. Day, also but, p.s everyone take this footage and and edit it to whatever song yeah, you want like, dude, that was, like dude pj is such a wizard and, i mean it's just it's just a shame that he was so good that He's just one of those scares that the camera just doesn't get to capture it. Like, all that really sorry footage, that was so easy for him. Like, yeah. like he, okay, the, the switch flip at the end, remarkable. Yeah. But all those little ledge lines, you know, where I he's getting those little excels. All that footage was, like, three sessions. Yeah, it was so easy for him. And, and that's incredible. Like, the normal person couldn't do that shit. But it's like, oh, man, it's just like, oh. You I mean, can, yeah, you can tell it doesn't have the same passion drive as the PJ went for Horrible Life video. Yeah, it was just like and everything about Flip was great, but unfortunately, good things can't last forever, you know? No. And, you know, just like good things not being able to last forever, unfortunately, this podcast can't last forever. Exactly. And you know what? I just wanted to say, you know, 
I just wanted to thank you again for being hey, on the thanks podcast. for having me on. You know, it's, it's just a, you know, guy that just loves trucks and skateboarding. You love trucks. I appreciate I mean, what you guys do for skateboarding because we could, you know, we could dive deep into how people don't really appreciate Fancy Lad because they don't know. Just know that I really fuck with you guys and shalom to you and I'm excited for the new video. Dude. Hell yeah, Grind Queen. And shalom to you, Grind Queen. I'm looking forward to the Smiths, and I will take back everything I said if I don't see at least one juicy Smith, front Smith in that video. Well, I need be, one. You'll be happy to know the new video is entirely front side Smith, Grind. Mm-hmm. Right, that's good, because front Smiths are interpreted, you know? We are going to have to have you back sometime where you have to talk about creeper trucks. Yeah, there's a lot of shit we need to get into. Monster, mm-hmm. Destructo, mm-hmm. we didn't even scratch the surface. Yeah, maybe, ne- maybe next time I want Microdose before the episode. You know, we'll see what happens next time, but maybe, shalom yeah. to you guys. Maybe Macrodose next time. Yeah, yeah I would appreciate the Macrodose, but I just want to say that I appreciate you, and I appreciate your pursuit. You have a righteous pursuit. And I hope that you stick to it, and I hope that you only gain more and more followers and you become a juggernaut of the industry and become what you hated most. That's best-case scenario in my mind. Mm-hmm. Shalom. And, uh, you know, maybe once we reach that point, you know, maybe one day I'll fucking show the world that fucking Lance Mountain drawing. But until then, you know, I just don't have the heart to do it to my man like that. Oh, little oh. mystery. Well... On that note, we'll uh, leave it as a little to be continued. Ooh, a little to be continued. Exactly. I like that. Speaking of to be continued, uh, you want to go grab a beer? Yeah, let's go grab a uh, Clown Shoes brand beer and make sure that the people at home not only follow uh, at Grind King Truck Co., but also, I don't know, maybe Fancy Lab Podcast. And, you know, this goes without saying, but mm-hmm. Fancy Lab Skate Co. Oh, you know what? And while you mentioned that, I was thinking if any of them had any questions or comments or anything they wanted us to talk about, they could DM us at the at Fancy Lad Podcast or email us at fancyladpodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. On top of that, if they wanted more content, they could go to www.patreon.com slash fancyladpodcast. Oh, yeah. I hear the content right there is popping off. I hear, I hear it's really extra steamy for all you sweaty and deranged fans out there. Also, just really going off the top, but uh, anyone listening to this episode, if you send a clip of a Pop Shove Smith, tag Fancy Lad Podcast and Grind Queen Trucko, and we'll send you a mystery box of shit that you definitely didn't ask for. Oh, that's fucking perfect. Oh, hell yeah. All right, so... Let's go get that beer. All right. Sounds good. You know, until next time, thanks again. Shalom, fellas. Thanks for having me. Bye. And we'll see you later. Shalom. Uh, yeah.